0: It's Caleb.
1: It's Megan, and we're back today with the hashtag Hootist podcast.
0: Megan, we have absolute family on the podcast today. Super excited. Uh, run us through who we got.
1: Let's welcome our wonderful Tripeka sister, Cherie, the ultimate recipe wizard with a flair for creativity and fun in the kitchen. From breakfast to dessert, her plant-based creations will never fail to satisfy your taste buds. As well as being a full-time inspiration to others, she's also the author of Thriving on Plants and a Badass Entrepreneur. She's definitely your go-to gal for living a sustainable, healthy lifestyle. Welcome. Hi, everyone thanks for having me on the podcast
0: sure it's uh, so good to have you we've been friends for f- quite well a few years now yeah, so long time it's been a long time <laughs> and um yeah you are family to us and uh you've been an absolute blessing not only to us but also to the hundreds of thousands of team tropeka members around the world that like actually get to enjoy our products in these amazing recipes and we'll get more into that as we go on uh today for the podcast but i want to start with taking it back to the start the very beginning, you uh, you got on IG and uh, yeah, at a very young age. Yes. Let's also start with what your age is and you can tell us that, but you got on IG even a few years ago at an even obviously younger age. why did you decide to do that? And um, yeah, what was the kind of go-to plan?
2: Yep. So I'm 21 now. Yeah. I went vegan when I was 15. So it's been wow. six years now. Yeah. And Originally, I didn't know anyone who was vegan around me. So I sought to the online community for support. And I just posted onto Instagram as a form of keeping track of what I was eating, all these new recipe ideas I was getting, I decided to share that online. And because I could kind of seek out like minded people who were sharing similar interests to me, I thought, why not post this and, you know, connect with other people. So that's
1: literally how it all started. That is a big decision to make that early on in life, especially being so young, being in school, being influenced by other people around you. Um, What kind of helped educate, like what helps you educate yourself on being plant-based?
2: Interestingly enough, even from a very young age, I was really interested in what was going on in terms of health trends and diets and things like that. So I didn't know what veganism was about, obviously, at the time, but I liked the fact that it promoted eating in abundance and feeling great about yourself and your body. So that's what I looked into first. And I thought, why not give it a go? And obviously, with that comes the other aspects of veganism, which includes, you know, ethics and animals. So that's what I educated myself on afterwards. But it definitely was an initially like a health spark that I had. And that's what got me into it.
0: Yeah, cool. Did you, I mean, kind of could have gone either way, but did you feel a lot of pressure being young and starting this account and getting a lot of fame? I'm not sure, actually you should probably talk about how quickly you got fame, but did you feel a lot of pressure? Or was it the flip side where you're so young and I suppose maybe naive (laughs) and you're like, man, I can do all of this. (laughs) 300,000 followers, why not?
2: (laughs) (laughs) So initially when I started the account, it was a personal Instagram that I then decided to turn more into like a food diary food blogging thing I probably started with 200 followers maybe and I didn't expect it to grow and what you said with the pressure and everything did not feel any of it because for me it was a lot of fun like it was a hobby a little diary and journal entry that I could put into so no like no pressure at all and I think that's what made it so fun and genuine and that's what motivated me to upload so much because I found it really inspiring And yeah, no pressure at all. I think that's what really helped me grow the page because it was always
1: genuine and content that I wanted to upload. Were your recipes, are your recipes now as good as they were back then? Because I couldn't even (laughs) honestly make toast at 15 years old. I am horrible. So honestly, like how did you do it? Oh, it's been a really
2: long journey. I think my recipes have definitely gotten better, um, especially when it comes to baking. So I could not bake like to save my life back in the days and nowadays I've been able to do you know gluten-free refined sugar-free and all these different kind of um, dietary I guess needs or requirements which has been amazing so I think six
1: years of practice has really helped me with that yeah Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I think my recipes have come a long way since the beginning (laughs) till now yeah (laughs) that's awesome what do you think Um, was there any particular moment where you sort of rose to fame and your Instagram just blew up honestly
2: As much as I do credit that to, you know, me putting out quality content, I did kind of jump onto Instagram unintentionally at a time where veganism was really growing and Yeah, so that's why everyone was looking up vegan and, you know, the hashtags under veganism and that's kind of how I grew my page. I really didn't have any intention of, you know, oh, I'm going to go on Instagram and hope that I grow my followers. It was nothing about that. So even for me, it was a big surprise. Like I remember one day, I was probably 15 or 16, I sat down and I was like, oh my God, I hit 700 followers? What is going on? (laughs) And then there was another week where, you know, big pages were promoting me out of the blue and I gained 5,000 that week. And I was like, Whoa. oh my God, like I really didn't ask for any of this, but this is amazing that I can then use my platform to inspire other people. Cause that's all I wanted as well. I wanted to go on the platform, see what other people were doing and learn from them. So it's, yeah, it's been a really good journey with a great community.
0: Yeah. yeah. Cool. Did you, uh, well, what was the reaction with like, yeah. Your- schoolmates and even your teachers did (laughs) they cut you some slack thinking well she's got a future on instagram
2: (laughs) yeah so what's interesting is i didn't realize how many people knew of my instagram i really didn't but then you'd get little like year seven um kids this is when i was in maybe the senior year of high school like year seven kids would be like oh my god that's sheree and i'd be like oh they know me they know (laughs) my page and some teachers had even discovered my instagram which was really interesting and the great thing about it is because I've always preached you know positivity and just all good vibes I guess like I've never had any negative reactions to it and it's always been really good and I've even had younger students come up to me and be like you've really inspired me to you know enjoy eating healthier meals Aww. and yeah it's so, it was amazing how many I know.
0: how many people were trying to steal your school lunches and all that
2: <laughs> no, no no not at all <laughs>
0: or con you into making some yeah. school lunches or meal prepping for you, meal prepping for some other friends or whatever? Did you ever have to bargain your way out of something like that?
2: Oh, not necessarily, but I think people were definitely interested in what I was eating and they wanted to try it. And I think I've always promoted the fact that you can do it at home. I think people find making food at home and cooking very daunting, but it really isn't. So from the beginning till now, I've always uploaded um, recipes that are very doable, for everyone. So that's what I've done, you know, encourage people to try it out at
1: home themselves. So. Well, I actually think I'm one of those people who are absolutely <laughs> frightened of the kitchen. Yes. I know about you, Caleb, but I'm, I'm more on just... the lazy side. Um, so I'll put
0: everything in a smoothie and that's my day done. Yeah.
1: <laughs> do your parents know you're famous? What do they think? I know mine are super old school. They'd be like, yeah. Meg, what are you doing? What is that? I think my mum started to
2: realize something was going on when we kept getting packages sent to our home. She's like, You're getting deliveries every day. <laughs> Why are you what spending is so much on? money? <laughs> and then eventually I showed her my Instagram. And she's kept up with it ever since, and she's extremely proud about it. So it's That's it's cool. been really cute. Yeah, they've always been very supportive about it yeah. since yeah. the beginning. Yeah. Nice.
0: So they um are they digging into your packages before you these days, or no, brand, no. like different brands <laughs> throwing stuff at you. Or? No, no, no.
2: But um, yeah, I, I think it's become a very normal thing nowadays. But. Especially being in high school and you know in year ten and in year eleven, I think my mom wasn't really understanding what was going on at the time. But now she's even more onto it than I am. Like she'll keep up with my Instagram posts and she'll come to me and be like, Cherie, someone asked you how you make this and like you know you should probably reply to them." <laughs> so she's wow. like a momager, like yeah, manager, yeah. mom manager. Yeah. My parents
0: is, do the same about my business, obviously Trapeka and um, yeah, Caleb. Like you should bring out this product. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. We should bring out about thirty thousand different products. Yeah. Yeah, like, hey, <laughs> takes time.
2: <laughs> it's cute. Yeah, they always make suggestions about what I can do, so it's it's really. Funny. Do you listen to them? Oh, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mum's always right. I know. Yeah. I know.
0: Love it. Love it. All right. Well, let's. You've talked a little bit about what you started and how you kind of progressed over the years on your Instagram. Yeah. Even that, like, things were. Um, uh, am I right in saying like they became more of a health focus as well over the years? Can you talk a little bit more about the the values and the messages that you're trying to get across? I mean, it's probably a good time as well to talk about you've got a second account, which people don't know, Cherie too, which yes. is also your fitness account that yes. you started, which um, has a, uh, between ten and 15,000 or over? Yeah,
2: about 14,000. 14, 14, I mean, yeah. even
0: that, like um, you started that very late and that's not an easy task. Yes. Um, so let's um, yeah run through what kind of messages and what you're trying to get out of having both accounts.
2: Yep. So, like I said, since a young age, I was always interested in health and wellness and fitness, but especially going, you know, completely plant-based vegan. Um, I wanted to then tie that in together with my training and fitness to show people that you can, in fact, build muscle on a plant-based diet, and in fact, it's really benefited me. So, um, my fitness account that I, you know, started up wasn't like from the get-go it wasn't kind of like a businessy thing either Um, for me it was a diary once again you know to log my training and yeah I'm surprised at the number of people who have found that inspiring too because um, you know being a young female in the gym sometimes you're not sure where to start and what to do and me purely lifting weights in the gym and feeling confident in that and feeling confident in in my body like that's what I've been promoting and yeah, so tying the two messages together of eating well and moving well, um, that has been really, really, really great um, to do on Instagram. So I've loved it.
1: Yeah, that's so right. Um, definitely eating well and fitness definitely go hands in hand together. Is there any particular training routine that you love to do? Maybe leg day, arms day or anything else that you add into your training routine to sort of mix it up sometimes? So from
2: the get go, when I started going to the gym um, properly, it was always a strength-based thing, so I'd always follow some sort of strength-based program. Um, I had always had a slight interest in powerlifting, but I never took it seriously until probably like two months ago or so. Um, Wait, are I, you a powerlifter? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I <was literally> like, <laughs> oh, oh my god! I don't, I don't call myself a powerlifter, but yeah. So you like, like a pro. You did
0: hundred kilos on wow. the, um, the deadlift. Yeah, recently, so
2: <gasps> oh recently my I. I've impressive. always wanted to hit 100 kilos for my deadlift, even for one rep, but I hit it for three reps the other day. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is amazing. it really exciting. And um, Whoa. Yeah, I, I honestly, I think for me, the reason why I enjoy it so much is because I have a very distinct goal, um, even if it's not in terms of numbers, just in terms of growth and um, the mindset that comes with powerlifting is amazing and you're pushing yourself every session yet you accept the fact that there are some that won't be so good compared to others so it's been really challenging both mentally and physically so but very rewarding and that's why
1: I enjoy it so much yeah just for everyone listening can you sort of define the difference between just normal everyday weight training and then powerlifting? so
2: In powerlifting,
1: there's a big
2: focus on the, like the three lifts, um, the squat, bench and deadlift. So that's kind of the main gist of my program. But I've got other, I guess, accessory work um, to help supplement that. So, you know, you've got rowing exercises and other things like that, but it's always the main focus on the three lifts. Yeah wow yeah
0: nice any comps you want to get into or anything like that
2: Um, (laughs) Yeah. so last year when I thought about powerlifting and starting that I never thought I would do a comp because I'm way too nervous for it but this year I definitely want to jump on board and you know just test myself out and kind of fight those nerves because it only gets easier once you start doing it and trying it um so maybe a
1: uh, mid-year a bit later than that yeah
0: Amazing wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. I feel like I'm talking to like the real deal like not scared before and now I'm
0: like really scared <laughs> not at all. No. <laughs> Megan will be your training partner in about three days, I reckon. She's uh, she's all in. All right. Let's um we've got a couple segments. We've been doing this in the last couple uh, couple episodes and we got two again today. Same ones, um, but they're good ones. So Megan, this one is all about uh, talking about the life of an Instagram influencer behind the scenes so people can kind of see what the real deal is. So Megan, you run us through what it is.
1: All right. So this one is called hashtag Insta Famous Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it definitely lives up to that name. So we're going to b- ask you a bunch of random and different questions to figure out um, whether or not, you know, the Instagram versus reality sort of hits you hard. Cool. <laughs> love it sweet all right the first question is where and when do you remember first being spotted by some random in public because of being instagram famous
2: i was in high school and i had um gone to the cross country for what's the next level after your school one zone Zone. yeah Yeah. Yeah. zone that's right um and i went to the bathroom while i was waiting for Marwan to come up and then i waited um so it was in a public restroom and then all of a sudden i'm talking and someone from the store like inside the store was like is that sure are you sheree is that (laughs) i can recognize your voice i've heard your voice before so just from my from my voice alone they recognized me and then came out and just said hi so this it was quite bizarre because it was the most random location (laughs) did not expect it at all i was still in Um... high school as well and the fact that they recognized me because they had listened to let's say like um oh back then it was snapchat not instagram stories yeah. so yeah that was it was funny it was a very funny yeah. encounter that's why i still remember it till now
0: well thank god it wasn't like a reverse reverse situation and they're like looking over the store i know i
2: know yeah <laughs> yeah okay oh,
0: that's actually a pretty crazy story actually first first spotted in a bathroom yes <laughs> um, All right. A lot of people see these amazing, beautiful photos and even videography that you do, but what's your behind the scenes of (laughs) what it takes to take that perfect shot?
2: Yeah. I don't think people realize that my setup is very basic. And if anything, I DIY a lot of things. Um, I've had people DM me saying, do you shoot like in a very professional setup or studio? I'm like, Uh, far from it you know I set up on my dinner table and I've got backdrops that I've kind of made myself so let's say there are these like thin vinyl pieces I'll stick them onto boards and then that becomes a backdrop Um, otherwise uh, I've got like a reflector piece which is also a cardboard but with foil kind of lined on it I've yet to get a proper one but that's just what I've used for the past you know let's say five years and it's done me well and I think the main part of it to remember is your photography will only improve if your skills actually improve. So it doesn't matter how good your setup is, how good your gear is, if you have the most expensive camera or lens, if you don't have the skills and the eye for it, you're never going to get great at it. So practice, practice, um, have fun with props and angles and of course in the end editing really is the most important part as well to make the photo pop. So just practice both aspects of it and don't you know, worry too much about owning certain, certain equipment. If you've reached that point where you think you deserve to, then definitely um, invest in it. But I didn't really do that till um, down the track when I took it more seriously. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, you've saved me lots of money. <laughs> 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 okay, so if I don't, I probably don't have the natural talent then. No. There's, always
0: There's always post editing. There's always post editing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. The next one is what do you reckon the best thing about being Instagram famous is?
2: So I honestly don't like being referred to as Insta-famous, but I've just kind of accepted it for what it is. Um, But for me, it's the fact that I have this power to influence so many people. Like I genuinely forget this sometimes when I wake up, but the fact that I can go online, promote a certain message to then help others, you know, it's really rewarding when you have people then message you and say, look, you've really helped me with my eating and um, my lifestyle and just, you know, have been my overall inspiration. And that is, that's the most satisfying part of it all. Having people from all around the world message you and say, you know, you've had this positive influence and in my life. So, That's the best part of it. And I think, of course, um, goes without saying the creativity part of it, allowing me to then cook and, you know, do the photography part because I've never actually done photography professionally or done a course on it. It's something that I've picked up by myself as a little hobby. So being able to see how that's progressed throughout the um, past couple of years has been really amazing for me.
0: Amazing. I love it. And a bit of a reality check. What's the worst thing about being Instagram famous?
2: I think... You're always bound to run into a couple of weird comments or weird people and that that's a given with your job or negative comments sometimes which I don't receive very often actually but
1: Your food's too good for that. No. <laughs> Honestly.
2: <laughs> yeah, but the the internet's a bit of a scary place I guess sometimes where people can get a bit nasty so I think you sometimes have to accept that or block it out and keep going and you know doing your thing but otherwise as a whole I'd say assuming you use the platform well and follow the right people it can be
1: a really really great space yeah yeah that's so important as well yeah using it as a positive reflection on yourself too um so what is the thing that you're most proud of with what you've done through your social channels so far
2: it's just the growth in, you know, as the years have gone by. And I remember when I first started this and started to realize that I could really make this into like a um, business and hobby and passion, you know, all meshed together. I had dreams of, you know, oh, releasing my first cookbook, which I then achieved last year, which, you know, still really hasn't kicked in till now because it's something that I've dreamed about. And then having like my TV appearance that came shortly after that. So it's just seeing the growth and, I've been so thankful for the fact that I've been able to have this opportunity because I never even, you know, in my wildest dreams thought it would come true. So, yeah, that's that's definitely been, you know, it's been a big journey for me.
0: And yeah. You're 21. Yes. I keep on thinking 23. I'm like, no, I keep on thinking 25 and I'm like, no, she's younger than 25. She's 23. Yes. And then I swear, like I see her in person once every few months and you're like, no, I'm... I'm still, like, 21. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've stayed 21 for, like, the last four years. <laughs> for ridiculous. me, I,
2: I honestly um, don't remember my age half the time because I feel like I've, you know, like I've worked in this full-time for several years and I feel really old in a sense. But then I think, oh, 21, like, I'm still very <laughs> you young. young. You've, done yeah, so, like yeah. you've accomplished so, <laughs> so much. Thank it's you. Absolutely thank you so incredible. Much. Yeah, amazing. Very impressive. Thank you.
0: <laughs> All right, and uh, what's the biggest Instagram versus reality moment you've ever had
2: oh Instagram versus reality moment I think it's the fact that people see my page and think it's a very like picture perfect thing which of course like it can be and it is however you don't see how behind the scenes I'm like really grubby in my pjs looking like (laughs) at my worst honestly but then I put everything into like this picture perfect kind of food or meal that I've created. So yeah, like, likewise with everyone on Instagram, you put like the best parts and the highlights onto your feed, but you know, behind the scenes, you don't really know what's going on. And like I said, I have like a really basic setup with my photos. If anyone saw it, they'd actually laugh seeing like the piece of tin, like tinfoil, cardboard that i have <laughs> using as a using that as a reflector so yeah I, I think sometimes every now and then um i do like a little behind the scenes thing and you'll see that but yeah don't believe everything you see on instagram um especially with food i think i present it really well but afterwards i like mix it all up and it looks like crap chow it
0: down yes and, yeah. exactly yeah so Cherie you're an incredibly busy woman um as we can certainly gather with everything so far <laughs> You brought out your own cookbook, which you talked about uh, briefly, but let's talk more about it and um, run us through how that even came about and tell us all about uh, what people can expect from the recipes inside and even how they someone can go out and purchase it themselves.
2: So one day I received an email from a lady who was the director of like a publishing place and um, I thought, oh, my God, I don't know if this is real. And I kept reading the um, email and they said, you know, she said, I'd been following you for a while now. And I'm thinking, you know, we could get together and create a cookbook. Um, if you want to discuss this, come to our office. And it was based in Sydney, like in the city, and we can chat more about it. So we, you know, set a date to meet, met the team. And I we were instantly kind of like, yep, let's do it. And I was really happy with them as well. Obviously, it's quite nerve wracking, not knowing what to expect as a first time author. But I think from the get go, I felt like I could really trust them and they had like the same vision that I did so that's how it all started and then before we knew it you know bam 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 like we put everything together um went out to print and then it launched last year in September so
1: well congratulations thank Thank you very (laughs) exciting what went into making all of the recipes and all that kind of stuff
2: Honestly, blood, sweat and tears, like (laughs) no sleep. It It was by far probably the most stressful project I've ever put together because working with the publishers, you get a bit of a time constraint with due dates and things like that, which is totally understandable. But um, I actually shot all of these photos myself as well at home and in my setup. And yeah, having to, you know, constantly try out the recipes, test them out over and over again. Like there's one recipe in there, where I, I may have tried it probably ten times or more, and half of them were just rubbish, but when you finally get it, it's probably the oh the best part of your day. And putting it together was definitely a struggle, but in the end, I wouldn't change a thing. Like it was the most satisfying kind of experience, and being able to do every like all of that part yourself in terms of recipe development you learn a lot as well I feel like my skills in both the cooking aspect of things um, and the food styling part has really improved from that experience so I can really bring that on board with me for all my future things as well yeah Yeah. Nice. what's your favorite recipe oh that's a really hard one I think all of the Asian recipes so there's a chapter with just asian food oh it is amazing so there are like a lot of my favorite vietnamese recipes in there um just yeah the flavors are incredible in asian Mm -hmm. cooking so i really wanted to showcase that in like a plant-based veganized version and yeah so there's a chapter specifically for that if you're looking for really delicious asian meals to make at home
0: Nice. Is there a, uh, a, a version two in like another? Ooh. I know you've, you've, you've spoken a little bit about, yes. well, actually I won't give away the secret. You tell me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, my publishers and I, we've had a really great relationship this whole time. And soon after my first book came out, they were like, you know, we've got to talk about a second book. And, recently we met up and we kind of you know locked that in as well and it won't launch until I believe December this year but it'll be perfect because it's summertime it's Christmas it's New Year's so yeah stay tuned for that Um, I'm really excited about it it will still be a similar kind of book in terms of you know the number of recipes in there but the chapters will be a bit different this time and I think um I think everyone will like it yeah
0: amazing start now so you don't kill yourself yes. cuz i do remember <laughs> exactly. i do remember <laughs> when you were talking about it last um Honestly. last year and you're like man like blood, sweat and tears went into it. No kidding, I was Uh, working
2: Monday to Sunday like kind of saying to my friends, if I disappear for this period of time, please understand me. I'm working on a big project and I don't have time to spare right now even for like social activities. So I was really, really working my butt off during that period and making a lot of food, a Mm. lot. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Who ate all the food?
2: Oh, honestly, <laughs> I, because I got so stressed and hungry throughout all of it, I ate a lot of it. Yeah. Um, a lot of the desserts I freezed, um, put in the freezer, I froze out, and then I ate throughout, you know, the next couple of months really. Yeah. But yeah. It's been, yeah. <laughs> I
0: suppose that's how your parents became your biggest fans as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. probably. Free food. I on tap. This <laughs> yeah. constant kind just of... Just coming out of the exactly. fridge. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Does mum ever cook?
2: She does. Yeah. And, um... I don't, so because I cook so much myself, she doesn't cook for me anymore, obviously. And I'm, you know, an adult, I can cook for myself. But initially when I first went vegan, when I was 15, she would kind of make her favorite, oh, sorry, my favorite childhood dishes, but veganize them. So that's why I was inspired by that. And some of the recipes that I've included in my cookbook are a spin on that as well. So for example, the green beans and tofu mince one is probably one of the most popular recipes in the cookbook. And that's something that I grew up eating as a kid all the time. Um, But of course, this is a vegan version and it's just as delicious. So yeah. Can
1: I say... That is absolutely so sweet of your mom. <laughs> My mom stopped cooking for me when I was about 15 or 16. Yep, so yep. she is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Did she make a big um, influence on you as well in terms of your cooking? I think so because the
2: reason why I got so interested in cooking was probably because she would cook all the time for the family and seeing that and then tasting the food. And I think realising that food brings people together is such a beautiful thing. And that really sparked my kind of, you know, passion and creativity in terms of that. So in high school, I took up, you know, food technology to begin with. And then I did hospitality in my senior years, which I absolutely loved, by the way. So I've always had like a passion for cooking, but I'd definitely say my mom was the
1: reason why I first got into it. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you ever um, cook for any of your friends? Have like a big shebang? So you've got this guilty look on your face, <laughs> like, no, nope, don't have time be <laughs> What's interesting is I
2: don't tend to cook for my friends that often only because my friends and I, like my closest friends and I always go out to eat. And especially when it comes to vegan, um, new vegan options and new vegan places out there, we're always exploring everywhere in Sydney to eat that. Um, but no, honestly, that's a great idea. We've always wanted to do something big at home as well, you know, do a big cook up Cause that's, that's always really nice. Like a big cook up and movies. That's like my ideal stay at home kind of thing to do. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, let's pause the podcast for a second. Just a quick announcement. Firstly, thank you so much for tuning into the hashtag who podcast so far. Just a quick reminder, remember to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And don't forget to share it with your friends. You can also find us at Trapeka on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, Facebook, pretty much all over the web for all of your health and fitness inspo along with a whole lot of fun.
0: All right. So Megan's going to run off for a second. She's going to get uh, did you call it props? I suppose they're our, they it- it yeah, props, our <laughs> items for our, our next, um, well, our next segment. You. This is the one we've been waiting for the, um, out of the two segments. I, I love this one. It's called Spirulina Shots. <laughs> oh and God. for those that have listened to the last couple podcasts, you know all about it and the devastating effects that it has had on <laughs> Megan's mouth.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> a.k.a. my teeth.
0: Megan's had a, Megan's had a rough run the last couple of weeks on spirulina shots. But let's let's explain it first how it actually works so everyone can follow along. So Megan and I are going to find two uh, photo each from your Instagram feed. Okay. And then we're going to describe it. Yes. We're going to ask you a question. You've got to answer the question. The question could be about uh, something to do with what you're doing in the photo, when it was, um, anything. And if you get it right, the question, then we got to drink the spirulina shot. Okay. If you get it wrong... <laughs> You have to drink the spirulina shot. Now, those playing at home who didn't listen to the first couple podcasts probably like, well, what's a spirulina shot? Who cares? (laughs) Well, good question. Spirulina, let's start with the good things about spirulina. Spirulina (laughs) is like the badass superfood on the planet. So nutrient-dense. I say this every week. NASA, uh, it's so badass. NASA even decided to do a research paper on the possibility of using it in long-term space missions. It is rock solid and um, something that I recommend, I had it this morning, um, that you can put in the <laughs> smoothie in disguise. But uh, look, the issue, the bad side about spirulina is it tastes like creek. Yes. It's an algae.
2: Honestly, it's, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> even just smelling it just puts you off, let alone drinking oh, it Oh, let plain. me tell you, yeah,
1: when I was pouring them, they stunk. Yeah, yeah it's they rough.
0: do. It's rough. And look, when you put water with it, it turns into creek water. Oh. Which, um, <laughs> look, I'm a connoisseur of it. I, I have it. Heap. So you eventually start to taste the, the delicious creaminess and the mm. the slight taste of woody textures coming through. Right. <laughs> but you got to drink it about. You're too really much. not selling it to no. me, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think, how do I describe you a fine wear. wine? Um, <laughs> but look, it's. um we're seasoned professionals here in terms of just superfood drinking. So yes. we've done, we haven't done a little bit of spirulina like you do in a smoothie just dis- disguise the taste. We've put a thick chunk of spirulina powder in this and then very little water. So this is like, this is do not try at home unless you're under the um, supervision of a medical professional uh, kind of gig happening. Yeah. Here. Yes. Um, but Hey, we um, we write our, we write our own scripts around <laughs> you. Don't I'm, we. I'm
2: staring directly at them now, and they're so green, like so deep that they almost look black.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. wow, <laughs> that is the colour we were going for. Yeah. Oh it's god, right, <laughs> okay, wish up. me luck.
0: So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be fun. Um, I know Megan's out for revenge here. Last two weeks, <laughs> she you you run us through it, Megan. Tell us like what you've kind of thought of the last two weeks.
1: Well, the first one I ever did. I didn't, they didn't even get to guess the photo because they said it before we even did the podcast. I was like, "Yep, yeah, I've got this awesome photo. And she was like, oh, are you talking about that? And I was <laughs> like, oh, <what>? my God. <laughs> but I kind of one-upped myself on, on the last one because um, she lost one and I lost one. So I still had to do it. But, you know, we're halfway there. So yes. this week I'm taking back full revenge. Okay. <laughs> so
0: you've got a hard photo. I think yeah. this is a hard photo.
1: I hope so. If you get this, I'm going to be heartbroken. Well,
0: well, Cherie does food (laughs) photography, so she should forget a lot of things because she's doing the same thing uh, a lot. And anyway, I'm just being hopeful. How how far
1: back can you go on my page? Oh, way back. Way back. When you're 15, if you want. Oh, okay. We're not tippy-toeing here. We're we're like running back.
0: No, we haven't (laughs) been that cruel. All
1: right. Let's do this bringing up your photo okay so it looks like you're in some sort of bedroom or a room it does have a bed and like a bedside desk table that's white and got some wooden drawers in it yep i already know what this is no (laughs) no oh Oh, okay (laughs) you're holding a platter of food fruits specifically um there's some mangoes watermelons dragon fruit kiwi now you're wearing a black shit what does it say please don't guess oh <laughs> i have
2: she's got that look on her face i thought she base. had it i thought yeah. she was
0: just gonna yeah
2: i know what i know exactly the photo i'm holding a fruit platter i have this vegan t-shirt on i believe but the text on it doesn't say vegan it has like a sentence
1: oh you were so close there
0: she's good she's
1: what this is guys this is from the Oh, um, should i say it yeah, the 2nd <laughs> yeah. of february 2017 if you guessed 2017. this 2017 yeah your oh, memory is it's like, like off the
2: chart do you,
1: oh do
0: you still own this shirt let's start with that
1: oh
2: yeah i don't know where Maybe it is right now okay. so that's probably why i can't answer <laughs> this immediately because i don't actually remember the last time i've seen this shirt something about oh Kind, live, oh, uh, no, yeah, oh. <laughs> Come on, pull
0: out I'm a I'm loving there's, this. There's a few vegan slogans. All right, I'll pull out a few
1: popular. words. Okay. No, 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 let her. <laughs> oh, you guys are evil. I want you sure, I want sure
0: to lose. You're going to drink the spirulina. You guys are evil.
2: The thing is, I know exactly what photo this is. I can picture the exact colors and the angle. Like, yeah. what's interesting is I don't think I forget any of the photos that I upload or take. But that shirt, oh, that shirt, that shirt. Um, you're gonna be so mad when you actually find out what Should we give her one clue about what says. the
0: first two words are, or should we just oh. tell her she loses? Let's I come feel, back to it. Let's actually see. Okay, I'll let's actually see okay. how you go with mine. Okay. And then see if we want to give her a double spirulina shot. Okay. Or okay. We'll, um, yeah. Be stay cruel, tuned you could get this
1: one. <laughs> all, <laughs> all right well caleb's bringing up the next photo of doom <laughs> um what are your favorite some of your favorite staples to add into like your nourish bowls or fruit bowls like your absolute staples that you add in every single time
2: I think when it comes to blending smoothies, I always add my favourite trio, as I call it. So chia seeds, hemp seeds and ground flax oh, seeds. Yeah, Always got to add them three. But in terms of toppings, it's always just a range of different kind of fresh fruits and nuts and seeds. So yeah, um, yeah just, mm. just really good staples. And especially when it comes to the trio, okay. I also add that on top of things, but I definitely love blending it into a smoothie. Yeah. It's a lot better to drink that way. Yes, so it's yes. not so like gritty. You don't get so much texture to it, but... Yeah, I, I'd say if you are looking to add in more, I guess nutrients into your smoothies, definitely add those three. They're my all-time oh, go-to nice. faves. Yeah, yeah, yeah great good picks. ones
0: too. All right, I'm not going to be as cruel. Okay. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going third of July, 2019. Okay, so not even a year ago. Okay, right. what are we? What are we? March. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you've got you've got a nourish bowl on the table, and this one includes sesame baked tofu and eggplant cucumber yep broccolini yep rocket yes avocado and lime i know
2: what this is but <gasps> what's the question
0: and one other ingredient <laughs> what's the other ingredient
2: she's gonna get wait it. repeat again so we've okay, got okay. broccolini so we, cucumber eggplant yep. tofu so
0: say, sesame baked tofu and eggplant cucumber broccolini rocket avocado and lime
2: how many guesses do I get? One. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is you it? Got one more
0: ingredient edamame? Oh! Yes!
2: oh! A win! <laughs> what was it?
0: <laughs> Black rice noodles. Oh, the Here noodle. As-
1: <laughs> oh! <laughs> the yeah. <laughs> it's right. the carb aspect love of it. the champions. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> All right. I'm that's 2 from 2. I lost the first week. Yeah. I'm I'm on a good win streak here. So let's um
1: Do you want to try and guess the shirt?
0: Let's see. I think we give her a two, clue two words. It's okay. love. And I'm going to take one for the team here. So if you if you lose this one, I'll take it.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. because i'm
0: pushing it and also i just feel sorry <laughs> for you that you're going Fair every enough. single week and um, just, Top getting, just getting hammered <laughs> exactly all right um yeah so the God, first two scrot- words oh, on you, the shirt remember i remember yeah. Anyway? Yeah. it
1: was let love is the first two words on that shirt the first two words let mm-hmm. love let love
0: it's a sentence remember
2: why is this not ringing your bell? Because um, it's from 2007, <laughs> yeah, and I because mean. I don't think I own that shirt <laughs> exactly. anymore. What love? I wonder if live is part of it as well. I don't know why that's popping in my head. Sheree, hmm. when was
0: the last time you did double shots?
2: Never. <laughs> Never. Do you drink alcohol? I generally don't. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 So look,
0: this is um, I like this good, is replacement. Worse. Yes. <laughs> good replacement. Yes. Good replacement.
2: I mean, it'll taste bad, but hey, the health benefits, oh, right? It'll <laughs> be on fire That's for it. the rest of the uh, afternoon. Oh <laughs> Absolutely
0: pumped with energy.
2: Yeah, I don't think I have this one. All right, do no. we do the reveal? Oh, God. I'm yeah, gonna, let's do it. I'm going oh, to hate myself. I we do
0: a seven-second countdown. Okay. Seven.
2: Let six, love. Five, Was it let love? Yeah. And let Four. live. No, let love in three. three. No, no, I honestly, two. I can't do this one. Uh,
1: Okay, We're in a two
0: is. from two. <laughs> Poor Cherie's gone Ew. like real hard because yeah. we've like sucked the last couple of weeks. Let love and compassion oh, always be, th- be the- yours. Yep.
2: yep, Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah.
1: Cherie,
0: double shots.
1: Okay. Let's see Woo-hoo. how you go. All right, I'm going to record this.
0: Let's get it for Get yep. some
1: real IG time story. footage. <laughs>
2: I'm going to have some green ass teeth after this. Let's try it out. <laughs> you got the water there, it
0: comes off. Let's see your style. Rip. Oh my god, I just <laughs> smelt
2: it. This is not going to be fun. Okay, ready? Okay.
1: Bottoms up!
0: Yep, nice.
1: You took that like a
0: champ. <laughs> no, she's not. She's struggling.
1: <laughs> she's hiding.
2: Guys, <laughs> yeah. don't do this at home. This is actually <laughs> disgusting.
0: Oh, it's so good. Well, look, you're halfway there.
2: Wow. How do you run feel? Us, yeah, run us through it. Um, yeah, I always talked about spirulina not tasting good, but this is the epitome of that not tasting good. <laughs> like <Next> level. <laughs> I talk about hiding it in like a smoothie. Um, and not really tasting it that much. But this is oh, in its purest form. <laughs> okay. Second one. Second one. Yep.
0: You took that one well. I'm in the firing line. So if you like, if something goes wrong and this spews just across the table at me, <laughs> I, I'm going to have to die. I'll one. definitely try not to do that.
2: <laughs> oh, please. You're don't. too nice. I'd be like, do it on purpose. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't smell it before you drink it. I think that's the big mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I yes the reaction on the love face. this <sighs> okay i'm good the water's flushed it out of bit. Yeah.
0: did you get to enjoy the the creamy textures coming through on that second one <laughs>
2: yeah don't push it don't push it <laughs> <laughs> look I'm, I'm
0: impressed you took that like a boss yeah. Kudos to you oh god i uh, loved it
1: and you're wearing green, your cookbook's green. Honestly, I think it was just meant to be. <laughs> 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 Luck is on our side, oh Caleb. No. Oh, jeez. <laughs>
2: oh,
0: no. All right. Um, rate those questions. T- t- like tough, tough or fair?
2: The ones that you just asked mm, me about yeah. the posts.
0: Yeah, we got to find... Well, I want to know. We've got to find that <sighs> balance.
2: Yeah. Look, I think the T-shirt one I would have been able to do for sure, but because I don't own it anymore and I don't oh, know where it is, yeah. that's the reason mm. why it didn't come to mind. Yeah. Nourish bowl a bit hard just because I make them with so many different ingredients every time. Like you'll have ten or more ingredients sometimes. Um, I was so sure it was edamame, <laughs> but I didn't even consider the fact that usually as the base I put rice or like rice noodles or something like that. So yeah,
0: yeah, I, I um
1: pretty hard, but <laughs> I'll admit defeat. It's all good. It was all or nothing this time. Oh, no. We had to go hard.
0: <laughs> I thought mine was actually the easier one, so that's interesting feedback. Mm. I thought um. Yeah, I thought just because it was from 2019, I thought yeah. 2017
1: yeah.
2: you <laughs> Well, the moment she started describing the photo, I could immediately like remember what it was. So, I think my memory's just good in that Oh, sense. I didn't
1: even cho- show you the photo. But you oh, know it's I, I know one. exactly. Oh, I okay. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I yeah. showed it to, um, Wow. To the camera. Look,
0: good good segment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you did well, Sherry. Give us a smile. Yeah, and no, I'm beautiful.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. very white too. Oh, teeth. yeah. Mm. Thank you. What's your very what's nice. your
0: um dental routine or is it just all the healthy eating
2: (laughs) (laughs) so i think was it last year or the year before i did get it professionally whitened once um but aside from that honestly it's just simple just brushing and staying on top of that and because i've got like retainers at the bottom like permanent retainers i can't use floss and so i use like those little picks Mm. throughout my teeth but yeah, eating well and then brushing regularly. There's not much to it. It's like when people ask me what my hair care or skincare routine is, I don't do anything over the top. Don't
0: say any more because that's our next oh, question. I guess. <laughs> I just that's guessed it. That's literally our next question. Wow, How okay. good is that? Well, let's talk about it. Yep. Yeah. Let's talk about your wellness routine. Yes. Talk a lot about your nutrition. Yep. Um, Run us through... Yeah, the hair care that doesn't exist yeah. that just naturally happens and run it the through the flawless skin care, long, beautiful the skin hair care of um, that doesn't exist that or just pretend that you do something for the viewers <laughs> to make them happy and don't just tell them that you wake up naturally that beautiful and um, yeah go from there
2: okay look so I, I always get a lot of compliments on my hair because um, it is quite long and thick and it's always very shiny I found uh, I definitely do think diet is one of the most important parts of it of course but Uh, I think finding a shampoo and conditioner that actually works well for your hair and your scalp type is really important. So I generally type, um, aside from the fact that I obviously want like a cruelty-free vegan product that isn't tested on animals, I find like the most natural ones with ingredients that work well. So I don't really stick to a particular brand, but I've tried a couple here and there and some are better than others so if there is one that I do really stick to I'll definitely update people about it Um, but skincare wise uh, I so I used to people are gonna hate me for this but I really used to not care about this at all like even some nights I'd be like I don't feel like moisturizing I'm just gonna go to sleep (laughs) and I really didn't care about my skin at all but I've noticed a big difference in my skin when I did jump onto a proper skincare routine. So nowadays the way it looks is, um, let's say I'm washing my face at the end of the day, I'll use like a nice cleanser. After that, I have a few different products that I use. So I've got a night cream that's really nourishing and hydrating, but I've got a couple different kind of oils and things that I drop into it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I I think... What are the
0: oils or is this all top secret?
2: No, it's not top secret. (laughs) So I have a range, um, like a brand that I always stick to and I've found that it works for my skin. So this is what I've been using for maybe one year or two years now. And I think sticking to one brand really helps because all of their products kind of tie in together to make a whole skincare routine, if that makes sense. And if it works for your skin, then most likely the other products will as well. So... I'm lucky enough to not really have that many issues with my skin. I find that the main part of it is stress. Stress actually really um, causes my breakouts. But definitely keeping on top of a skincare routine, moisturizing, cleansing, exfoliating actually does make a difference. So there have been times where a couple of days, I let's say if I'm not home and I haven't brought my products with me, my skin does not look or feel the best so I think sticking to a routine that's consistent actually does make a difference you know
1: all right, let's uh, dive further, maybe a bit more into your nutrition. Now we know that you love Tripica, <laughs> being biased here, obviously. Please say
0: yes. Please say yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> use it in all of your recipes. Uh, we hope. And um, so we're not. We wanted to know what kind of staple products that you like to use in your smoothies, maybe during your workouts in the morning when you go to bed.
2: I think it goes without saying that the proteins are an absolute staple for me, especially doing um, so much weight. Um, training. Definitely big part of my routine. I think I tend to cycle between the three main flavors depending on what I feel like that week or month. So I originally was a big chocolate gal, so uh, choclean. And then now, sorry, go back a few months, I was probably a caramel gal. And for some reason, I've gone back to vanilla. So... I have phases of it. I don't I feel know like why.
1: It always comes in seasons. It does. Products. You always stick to one thing for like a few months and then you're like, oh no, I'm going to like sway yep. over here. 100%. <laughs> yeah. i
0: just started adding acai back into my smoothies. Yes. I went through that. I stopped back in like.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah,
0: I've got the full yeah. cyclical routine as well.
2: <laughs> From the get-go then though, when I first started um, using Tropeka products, I definitely had a couple of favorites that are still favorites till now. So immunity powder being a big one. I think the moment you open the packet and smell it, like just this beautiful berry flavor, and then putting that in all of your berry smoothies, that's always a favorite of mine. And the fact that it has, you know, acai and all the other berries in it, I love using that. And of course, Tropeka have the best tasting greens powder like hands down I've had um, other ones in the past that honestly are dreadful like the health benefits are amazing but they've tasted bad but the fact that this one genuinely smells and tastes good has been really great so I'd say the proteins um, immunity greens powder cacao though for sure because I do so much baking and I make yeah. so many desserts. Cacao is always there for me um, to add into like you know my chocolatey goods. Yeah, so yeah. good. So I'd say those are my mains, but I definitely um, do use all the other ones as well.
1: Yeah. Can I ask one thing? We always get in our DMs is when do I take lean protein or when do I take pump protein? So when's your favorite and, time and to
0: BCAA's
2: take it? And the double as well. Yeah, yep. exactly. So BCAAs I just sip on throughout my gym sessions, but the protein shakes look. Honestly, it doesn't matter that much. But I think especially if you've just had a very, very hard session, you haven't had a big meal prior to your training and you just need something, um, let's say within the half an hour, one hour mark after your session is done, definitely get a shake in because that's that's what I tend to do. So I'll go home from the gym, get home, have a shake. And then after that, I'll have my post-workout meal. But even if you just want to add it to like a breakfast smoothie to have throughout the day, then that's fine as well. Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, spot on. We've got a lot of customers that do the um, the same as Cherie, that do the, the Tone BCAA plus Lean Protein kind of um, uh, combination. And you can you can mix and match. You've got the BCAAs, which are branched-chain amino acids, which are the building blocks of um, protein synthesis and building muscle tissue. Uh, you've also got the Lean Protein, which has the full um, complete amino acid profile. So you can mix and match. You can combine them together. Um, I do that personally. Yeah. Have them
1: as much as you like. <laughs> Literally, people <laughs> yeah. are so scared to take it more than once. I'm like, girl, I take lean protein like three times a day. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, do not yep. be scared of if doing you that. do eat too yeah. many apples. For I sure. don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, per- yeah. That's a
0: cool thing about our products. 100% yeah. natural. Um, there's nothing synthetic, artificial in them. So, um, yeah, you... Yeah. Um, obviously, if you do have some sort of um, pre-existing condition, definitely always talk to yeah. a, or any worries or concerns at all, always talk to a healthcare professional. Um, but yeah, uh, our products are very special in the fact that they are organic or natural. Um, and they're just uh, f- a fruit and vegetable on superfood, uh, on That's superpowers, right. I should yeah. say. <laughs> <Exactly. on boosters. laughs> but you did mention that you obviously use them with your fitness routine. Uh, and you've got that Shree to account. I wanted. Talk a little bit more about that um, yep. because it is actually kind of a cool account, and you've had <laughs> quite a journey. I know you mentioned a little bit before in terms of going from strength training to power-based training, but can you tell us a little bit more about your experience of your, your fitness journey and anything you've kind of learnt from it, and uh, or possibly things you've grown into that you've you've um, that have come about because of this fitness journey?
2: I've learnt a lot from it, and I think a big part of it is the fact that. I have a much better body image now. So years ago when I first wanted to start going to the gym and obviously I had no idea what I was doing, I think the goal was always, oh, skinny, slim, like, you know, muscles cool, but like I want to stay small. But nowadays I'm like, oh, can my legs please get bigger? I want like thick thighs and everything. Um, So (laughs) I think my perspective on my body and what makes a healthy body and what makes you know a functional body has really changed a lot and uh like the fact that nowadays you know I've I've grown so much physically in everywhere like my lats have grown so much my shoulders um, my quads and everything and I'm embracing that and I love it and I think once I've started that fitness journey you've got you go through phases of course of like what you want to do and achieve and what you want to look like but now um, now that I'm doing powerlifting and I'm focusing more on you know getting strong the body image part is a lot better because of that too because my focus isn't on looking a particular way but I'm focusing on getting strong and then looking well kind of comes with it so because I train um, and do really heavy lifting naturally I build a lot of muscle from that as well so Yeah, I think it's learning to become healthy with your body um, and loving yourself for every part of it is what I'd say is like the best part of my journey so far. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Guys, let me just tell you, I can confirm Sheree is looking absolutely super (laughs) strong since you guys can't see her. But are there any sort of tips that you might have mentality wise for um, anyone out there looking to go from, you know, just the skinny to helping build that um, sort of empowering mentality to train weights and do different things?
2: Yeah. I think a common misconception that we have as women um, is that the moment you pick up a dumbbell, you're going to get massive biceps or you're going to look like this really, really big kind of bulky person. But that's really not the case at all. And um, when I first started training, I was purely doing weights. Even till now, I don't do any cardio based things um, because I'm trying to gain a bit more mass but that doesn't happen. That really doesn't happen. You don't get bulky. If anything, you build shape. So for example, you know, my lats are bigger and I've got like bigger glutes and quads. And as a result, that makes my waist look smaller. So it really creates that nice shape for you. And yeah, I I think girls just really get scared of the fact that they might look, you know, too big, but that's not going to happen at all. And training in that way and, you know, building muscle, weight training, it's all kind of how do I say it's all kind of like a really empowering thing as well I think we don't have enough women representing us in the gym at times like my gym is definitely a male dominant gym so the fact that I feel very confident there because I know what I'm doing nowadays and I have a set goal is such a beautiful thing and I know that a lot of women are really intimidated by the weight section but I think the first steps that you should take is set some goals for yourself for sure what do you want to achieve how are you going to do it and the The most important part, I'd say, which um, for me helped a lot is having the right people to guide you in that direction. So whether it's getting a really good coach slash PT to help you, because form is everything. Let's be real. Like I'm still working on my form till this day, even though I'd say I'm pretty okay at it. Um, But doing it right from the beginning and then building up from there is What
1: I'd say, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Definitely, I think it's always just sort of starting out, which can be the scariest thing sometimes. But (laughs) But once you make it past that hurdle, everything, you know, hundred percent, yeah.
0: And I think that support network that Sherry mentioned is like is everything. Like not only having friends around that you can train with, but having a coach, having a PT, exactly. Um, I don't know if getting to know people at the gym who are in. Um, uh, if you see another female at the gym who's you know acting or looking or representing yourself as someone that you would want to be and then getting to know um, them and forming relationships might um might help but yeah really good really good um points about support networks Uh,
2: i think another thing to realize is everyone starts somewhere you know i remember when i was at um the first gym that i joined i was trying to learn how to deadlift had no idea how to and i was using probably a 15 bar or a 20 bar but then I had 2.5 kilo bumper plates on either side and I felt like the entire gym was staring at me but I'm telling you that's not the case because people are there to work on themselves. Of course now and then you might run into a couple of people who you know aren't there for the right reasons or whatnot but just realize that every single person even the strongest person you know the most you know the fittest person you know they started from the very bottom, learning how to do all the things that they can do now. So don't be intimidated. Just know that you'll be able to reach your goals, but you need to start somewhere.
1: Yeah, 100%. I feel like I'm going to chuck some, I feel like this sounds mean, but I feel like when you go to a gym, like it's not about you. No one cares about you. So mm. it's purely based on the fact, you know, your own mentality. Like yeah. No one cares. Just do your own thing. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. yeah.
0: I mean, in a former life, I was a at a tennis coaching business. And um, when I was a young person and I, I coached everyone under the sun, five to 55, male and female, um, beginners to uh, people who want to become professional. And it all came back down to confidence. Yes. And if you can do, um, if you can find a way in, in order to... Um, have confidence or or have people around you that can give you confidence and that's why it always goes back to that support network and having people that have been there and done that and can kind of guide you in the early stages of when you first join a gym or even even if you've been there for 10 years having people around that um, you can rely on and and build confidence off the back of is um, such a powerful thing
1: yeah for sure speaking of um journeys you've had such a long fitness journey so far progressed so so well um do you have any like powerlifting goals at the moment i'd say i do um short term wise
2: uh, I want to be able to deadlift 120 kilos for one, which I think isn't that far Damn. off now. You just did yeah. three at 100. <laughs> oh so my goodness. That'll be your goal next yeah. week or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to be able to bench with blue plates on, so 60 kilos. Yeah. Wow. Um, squat, for squats, I'd say hitting 100 kilos for one rep would be really great. I think squats has always been something that I feel like I haven't been the strongest at. Um, you know, when it comes to powerlifting, you'll never have all three. Honestly, you'll have weeks where you're like bench is amazing, but squats moving really bad, and then another week it'll be the opposite. So, yeah, I have maybe short-term goals in terms of numbers, but you know, the the sky's the yeah. limit. So yeah, I'm not going to really set anything um, or a time frame. Obviously, I will maybe when comp prep starts. But yeah, for now, for now, I have a few numbers in mind, but we'll see how we go along the way.
1: Yeah. yeah, Well, we know you're going to absolutely oh, smash you. it. You know, like <laughs> um, everything in yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> what can't you do, actually? <laughs> Is there anything you can't do? Can you sing? No, no, no. Uh, Can you act? Uh, no, no. Oh, <laughs> do a, weakness.
0: That's a tonight, <laughs> <by the way. laughs>
1: Do you have um, any other goals, aspirations coming up with life, your books? Oh, we've just talked about your books. Um, anything else? I just want to continue
2: to grow my brand and what it is. I think it's incredible the community that I've been able to, um, you know, be a part of so far. And there's always things that I want to do and ideas that I have in mind. So aside from my actual cookbook, I'd I'd have, um, sorry. I'd love to have you know more ebooks out. I already have my idea for what I want my next ebook to be, but I won't say it today. Um, but yeah, I, I do want to expand and do a lot of different things, and maybe go into let's say merch or t-shirts, yeah. and that's always been an idea of mine. Uh, we'll see yeah we'll see how we go I'm really excited about it so
1: can I give you an idea Of can course. You please hold like cooking classes because I would show up <laughs> oh, to every single brilliant. one I like literally don't care I will be there <laughs> people have <laughs> That's actually a great yeah. idea. I
0: really like that
1: people have actually suggested that so I've thought about that either like a
2: physical cooking yeah. class or maybe like an online cooking class Yeah, that would be amazing that would be
1: fun yeah definitely Think me later <laughs> yeah, no, I will jot that <laughs> yeah.
2: Megan,
0: please. Um, and look just in terms of a, an idea for a T-shirt, um, just a slogan: "Let love and compassion." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so you, you always won't remember. forget that. One. Yes, yeah. I won't forget it. <laughs> love it. All right, so let's um, let's finish with this as well. This is an interesting question that I know a lot of people like to hear. It's a lot of people want to become influencers, especially in the food photography world, videography. Yeah. What would you? Yeah. What advice would you give someone who's got a Food account and because you also were big on Tumblr as well, so blogging as well. Oh, wow. I suppose so. Yeah. Um, I suppose it doesn't have to be just IG. And you also have a. She kind of plays it down. She's got like 130,000 subscribers or something on Crazy. YouTube. And she's like, Oh, I don't do much on that. <laughs> yeah, you don't do much. And you got 130. <laughs> yeah. Who has 130 subscribers? 130,000 no subscribers. And it's like, yeah, no nah, nah, nah. <laughs> But give us give give people advice for YouTube, Instagram if Tumblr makes a reappearance.
2: (laughs) I know know this sounds really kind of cliche, but don't focus so much on the numbers of like, oh, I want to grow my following. And it's all about the audience and following, but it's all about you in a sense. You know, you have to actually have that creativity and that passion for creating good content because it doesn't matter how many followers you want to get you're not going to get it unless you know you upload x y and z that people will actually relate to or want to follow you for so like I mentioned before earlier in the podcast don't focus on buying things that you don't need yet so when it comes to food photography you could get the most expensive cameras but you might not be able to use it properly Um, so focus on I'd say having a bunch of different props is fun. So when it comes to food styling, you can do like over the head shots, directly over the head, or you can do a more angled shot or from directly, um, you know, the same level. There's a lot of different angles you can play with. And I think depending on the level of that food and whether it's like, high up like a stack of pancakes obviously with pancake stacks I would shoot that from eye level um, with the pancakes because you see the layers and if you do it on top you don't see much you literally see a circle on a plate right so you really got to be smart about what angles you work with and how you style your food but that all comes with time and practice but maybe fiddling with a couple of different options and then editing them and having a look at which one turned out better that might help as well but at the end of the day just practice have fun with it and that's all I could say really because that's all I've done as well like I never set out to you know gain this amount of followers or have this kind of a page but it's just what my page has come become over the years because of things that I've learned myself so okay
1: so I don't know if this is an actual tool But I literally, you know how people make sort of over the head um, videos, but they've got both hands making the recipes. Well, I went over to my friend's house one day and she literally, I had no idea. I was like, how are people doing this? This is insane. Like I can't, like Google wasn't showing anything. I was like, all right, whatever, gave up. And then, yeah, I went over to my friend's house one day and she literally, she had it in her kitchen cupboard with half of her phone in the cupboard (laughs) and the camera side out of the cupboard. And I was like, you are a genius. So that is, is that the hack?
0: I I thought she was using a GoPro.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good idea too. (laughs) You'd be surprised at the
2: different things that I've done. Like for example, before I had a proper tripod, I'd sit like a tall stool onto the floor in the kitchen. I'd put a tissue box on top of it. And then my phone would slide into (laughs) like the slit of the tissue box and it would angle down. But nowadays, obviously I have a tripod for that. But you can, yeah, like you don't need to have a tripod if you don't, like require it yeah. at this point in time or if, it, or if it's too expensive. But when it gets to that point, then definitely invest in one. But there are a lot of ways around it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
1: There's some smart hacks for you guys. <laughs> I
0: love it. I love it. Look, we've, uh, we've got some uh, chocolate chip cookies.
1: Oh, yes. Chocolate chip cookies Mm-mm.
0: that Sheree has... Um,
1: double choc
2: chip. Double oh. choc chip cookies <laughs> that
0: Sheree has brought in. So I'm, I've had enough. I'm finishing this <laughs> yeah. podcast. Okay. I've so got yeah. my, eyes, my eyes on them. But let's do the important thing to finish with um Shuri, uh where can people find you and um, where can so, people buy your book as well yes
2: thank you um, my instagram is at thriving on plants my website is sherry2.com so my full name um which sheree 2 by the way is also my instagram handle for my fitness account and you can find my cookbook online but it is also in certain stores like dimmix and big w so yeah awesome. dm me if you can't find it K- <laughs>
1: Kmart, maybe. Depends on yeah, whether K-Mart, they... Kmart, so. sweat yourself out. Come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Should
0: be in Kmart. Yeah.
1: Well, that's amazing. Thank you so, so much for being here on the hashtag Who This, Who this Podcast. I can't even say it now. That's how much I've been You've saying ch- it. Yeah, I would have said you
0: had too many spiraling shots. I'm starting shot, lips.
1: Not. We've been on here for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so, so much. Any final words from you? No, I just hope everyone's um, enjoyed this
2: podcast. Don't be afraid to reach out to me if you have any questions or if you just want to have a chat because I really love connecting with anybody, um, everyone. So thank you so much for having me on. I've really enjoyed this. No,
0: You've been absolutely amazing. Megan, you're a superstar like usual. Thank you, guys. We'll see you um, episode four
1: coming Woo! up. Stay so t- see, you see you, guys. See you. Just a reminder, before you leave, thank you so much again for tuning into the hashtag Who podcast so far. Remember to hit that subscribe button right now so don't miss out on any future episodes and also remember to share it with all of your friends. You can also find us at Trapeka on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest, Facebook, pretty much all over the web for all of your health and fitness inspo with a whole lot of fun.